and welcome to the show. This is the Razcast episode, I have no idea. It's like maybe 15, 16. Anyhow, I got the usual group with me. I got Jen. Hello. I got Zach. Hey. I got Matt. Hello. If I added a few more words, I could have made a pretty cool haiku, but um, I'm not this good. Listen, I was going to open and ask how everyone's holidays or holiday was. We still have one more holiday left. This is our special, I don't know what to call it, Xmas episode, we'll call it. But I have something important to discuss. I received today, not as a gift, but I was doing some yard work as we were so as we were talking about before the show. Because if people want to know, this is how we warm up the, for the show. We talk about yard work. And I found some boots, some cowboy boots. They were they were actually in a boot case, like a carrying case. And I didn't I didn't recognize at first uh, because I didn't know that there were carrying cases for boots. Have you guys ever seen this before? Like, who who buys enough boots to where they're like, geez, I should get a case, a carrying case for one of these boots? I've never heard of a boot case. That's interesting. Uh, boot boxes? No, it was like it's like a backpack. It's like a it's, but it's shaped like a boot. So it, I would assume it's not it's not just a bag. It's actually shaped like it's like how a guitar case is shaped like a guitar. You know, it's it's kind of strange. I've never really worn boots. I'm 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 kind of the flip flops and sneakers kind of dude. Well, let me tell you, they're terrible for your arches. So and flip flop flip flops or boots? Uh, boots. I'm pretty sure oh, flip flops okay. are the same, but you know, yeah, they might be. I guess anything's better than going barefoot. Anyhow, that was my big event the last few weeks. That and um, I'm sorry. Who who actually? buys enough boots to get a boot carrying case and then nonchalantly just leaves it in my yard. Like, I don't even Kanye understand West. that. Yeah. Okay, well... I bet Johnny Depp does. Johnny Depp, he kind of strikes me as a boot carrying case. Oh, and he strikes Amber Heard. Ayo! Okay. Oh. Um, that was bad. I probably should <laughs> You know, people are going to think I was sitting on that one, but I really wasn't. It just, it was, it was a That's perfect storm. That's why wanted to talk about yard work. Right, to go right into Johnny Depp and to make a spousal abuse joke. That's, that's, <laughs> those are real, real goals of my life, uh, Zach. So, I don't know. Uh, Maybe it was, it was uh, some kind of offering from one of the listeners because they know how much you love Westworld. Maybe. Oh, I never even thought about the Westworld impact. You know, maybe maybe I should yeah. keep the boots and I could cosplay um, somebody or something. I'm actually I don't look like any of the characters in Westwood, so that's going to take a lot you guys, of. Uh, you work. guys watch Westworld? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Westworld? <laughs> Have I? You want to talk about Westworld? We... Well, okay, let's 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 actually before because I know Westworld conversations get kind of out of control. But let's I usually like to save it for later. That way, when I tell people spoiler alert, they don't just think it's easier to not listen to the show instead of just skipping a part. So, um, how was everyone's vacation? I guess if you have one, did you guys have one? Well, I'm currently on my school's winter break. Okay, uh, that started. You know, not that started almost a week ago, but uh, no, it's it's pretty relaxing. Um, I, we're on uh, the fifth day of Hanukkah, which is, I mean, it's oh, there. so you're Jewish? Excellent. I am. I am. Yeah. There's not enough of you around, so 
<laughs> Wait, are you talking about are you talking about like Jewish people in general? No, I'm just talking about you, Zach, them. because I don't want to be okay. I don't want to be racist. So there are too many Zach Robinsons out there. It's really odd. One of my one of my exes is Jewish, and I was always kind of weird how I acted around her sometimes because I'd be like, "Hey, we should watch Lucky Number Eleven," and she'd be like, "Why do I want to watch that?" It's like, "Oh, because there are Jews in it." And then I realized maybe that isn't probably the best selling point. <laughs> to another Jewish person. But then it could be the best-selling point. Like, I don't know. But I would realize that I would say these things that were... I mean, they're not anti-Semitic, obviously. But, um, you know, it's just... It's kind of odd. I guess there was no follow-up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking in my head, I was trying to relate it to something else. Like, if I was if I was dating, like, a black girl. But I can't. Because uh, I can't think of like an equivalent, you know. It's like because you are dating a black girl. No, I mean I I have dated you know a black girl, but um that was that was back in college. That was that was actually really fun. But twenty years I, ago. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Before you were born, obviously. Uh, yeah. So I did ask about Christmas. I'm not sure how it got sidetracked into me dating black women, but um. So I guess it was that good. I we just heard from Zach. So my Christmas is good. Um, ended up with the Bucks being essentially eliminated from the playoffs, so that was sort of a bummer. But... Yeah, that sucked. Oh, they're not still yeah. in the hunt. That sucks. Oh, that's they, right. They I need to have like twenty some odd things need to happen, and like two of those things need to be ties. Well, so, you know, yeah. better than the Chargers. So that's true. Thanks, Zach. But Christmas as a whole was uh, it was good. Drank a lot of good beer, uh, ate a lot of good food, mm-hmm. spent some time oh, with family. Speaking of the Chargers really quick, you guys gave the Browns their first win. Yeah. Generous. Generous. Thank you, I mean, Thank honestly, you, I saw that coming a mile away. It was it was just too too much of a Chargers thing to do. So. Did Rivers uh, break the interception record? Or? Oh, I don't even know. I, don't, I, didn't even, I didn't even really watch it, so... Um, of course you didn't. Yeah, I forgot what I was doing. Was wasn't that that was Christmas weekend, right? Yeah, that was. Christmas yeah, weekend. I was either drunk or you know napping or both at the same time. Typical so. Chargers fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm extremely yeah. drunk. Well, I think I think like more typical would be drunk and surfing instead of. I think that would be kind of right the generic San Diego thing. But I have the ability to root for the Chargers. Like across the country, which is odd. Now that I'm thinking of it, Jen, how was your Christmas? It was pretty good, pretty low key. Um, spend time with the boyfriend's fam, and then uh, some time with my mom on Christmas Day, and then just laid around and ate like a slob. So it was pretty good. You yeah, didn't hang out with my family. Hey, I think <laughs> I think some things are being revealed here that the world wow. is not ready for. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so yeah, let's. I would, I would kill you. I would kill you. <laughs> I mean that that's truly what love is, though. When you think about it, it's just killing the other person slowly with. Oh no! It would be like throat ripped out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that's a quickie. That's what we call a quickie in the. A quickie in the business. I don't know what business, but <laughs> maybe maybe that's lust. <laughs> yeah, we could make it a sin, definitely. I think I that's mean, up little, there. I'm a little creeped out right now. This podcast sure. is too much. Um, so we, we tried... a really dark turn. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I'll, 
I'll get us out of it. Um, we were talking before the pod about Week 17 championships. Um, and I'm in one. It wasn't my choice. It's the Blog Talk Radio League. If anybody needs a refresher, it's on the site if you just go to leagues. And it's the one run by Pod Vader. I'm with other uh, experts, I guess. So that that's pretty cool to beat other people who are depending to do well in this league for food and substance and whatnot but i don't like playing this weekend i'm not sure how that happened or why it happened why does it even exist it's just week 17 football is not really football it's just preseason right i mean there's no argument here for a week 17 championship correct no i don't think it's smart especially because like you can only do so much. So if you do know someone isn't going to play, like for example, like the Pittsburgh Steelers half the league isn't even play. I mean, yeah, honestly, they, there yeah. there are no teams in the AFC that yeah, are exactly. going for a playoff position. In the NFC, it's, it's just seeding, right? Basically, which yeah. So even if even if someone is going to play and like you know they're going to play, you you don't know how much they are going to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, they're good, definitely going to play, but they can only play the first quarter or second quarter. And so then you're just kind of screwed. So I would – if you can start as many Packers and Lions and – I mean, I, that's probably it, right? Maybe the Cowboys. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't even – I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't feel good dropping Bell. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. I have Le'Veon Bell in that league. I actually, the reason I'm in that championship is probably because David Johnson. I went David Johnson, then Le'Veon Bell nice. as my one-two. And I get the feeling that whoever made that decision between Todd Gurley and David Johnson, whoever, you know, because they, they were so diametrically opposed this year. It's kind of interesting how they essentially took their teams with them. You know, it's it's kind of hard to to rebound after, you know, wasting a pick on Todd Gurley. But, um... Yeah, Doug Martin. Uh, what's up with that, Matt? You you hear that about was... this? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's my time. It's my time, Zach. I was like, yeah, I forgot he's the uh, residential. Uh, it's all right. We we know Zach's a talker. We know. So. <laughs> I'm actually happy that he won't be on the field for the first three games next year because he's been fucking atrocious. Um, I Jacquez Rogers has outplayed him all season. Um, I like it. I like it better if you call him Jaquiz on this show. It just. It sounds raunchier, and I prefer that that nomenclature. <laughs> Yaquiz. Ya no, no, not the Greek version. Not the Greek version. Yaquiz. All right. Well, just just make sure the is is there. I prefer that because this is a professional show. Yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, I think <laughs> <laughs> there's a clause in his contract that the Buccaneers can actually get out of his contract because right, the seven million bonus, so- yeah. So that uh, that makes me really happy. Um, I was not a big fan coming into this year. I thought last year he played well due to a contract year, and he ran a lot harder. Um, it's been pretty much night and day, so this affects my life. Uh, not at all. So Yeah, Fuck actually, Martin. I feel bad because the addiction he's dealing with is with Adderall, which has to be prescribed. Oh, oh which, which so. brings up my next point, like, Go to the fucking doctor and get a prescription for Adderall. Like, anyone can do it. Yeah. Anyone can get a prescription for Adderall. I can verify that. That's just... I'm having trouble reading the playbook. Uh, Oh, the doctor has something for that. It's called fucking Adderall. Yeah. I just think it's a shame because I think it it 
goes to a larger issue of prescription drugs in the country itself. There seems to be like this hidden epidemic. And I think we'll start seeing a lot of this types of stuff, not just in football, but everywhere. You know, you have opium kind of in the in the rust belt kind of taking over slowly. You have painkillers, uh, especially when it hits close to home to veterans. Uh, there's a prevailing amount in this area, so it's in the local news. But, you know, th- this kind of highlighted it for me. Of course, Jen, you, you, I'm sure, deal with this type of thing in your profession. Like, what what's your feelings on it? Well, I mean, considering my job is dealing and working with uh, addicts on a daily basis, um, I, I've it, it's pretty normal for me. It, it, that's the sad thing. Yeah. Um, I know here in Pittsburgh, like in you know the surrounding counties and stuff, and in Western Pennsylvania, there have been like a shit ton of uh, overdoses um, because there's this really like pure, basically just fentanyl um people are thinking that it's heroin but it's it's really like high dose fentanyl and um some of it's mixed with like horse tranquilizer so (laughs) yeah like and i've had patients who like would dip their joints in embalming fluid and smoke it so i mean like this is uh you know when i heard that it was adderall i was like yeah okay that that kind of makes sense um it, it that tends to be one that like younger people, um, college age, you know, early twenties, mid twenties tend to um, abuse a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, it, that's the sad thing. It's it's just it's, it's a normal day for me when I hear this kind of thing. Sorry for sounding insensitive, but seriously. Oh, you were just talking about him from, you know, yeah, you're talking from from a different perspective. I I kind of made it. Um, On the bright side, though, we do get to talk about, um, what was your French pronunciation? Was it Yaquiz? Yaquiz. 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is a sexual position in in France. So, that's Yaquiz. So... You know, so that's that's about all the French I know. Get the wife to try that one. Yeah, is she French? Is that no? But they're because then you'll need. Yeah, but you know, that's not like you know knowing it traditionally. You know, like passed down (laughs) (laughs) over the generations. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right, right, exactly. It's like from my mom right well you don't i mean you don't know the french people i don't know anyone french so we don't we don't know what they're doing so uh... and who are we to judge yeah right exactly um so oh before i forget i should mention go to seatgeek.com 20 dollars off your first purchase by using the code raz r-a-z-z nfl raz nfl they're like Ticketmaster, but with all the hidden charges you guys have heard it before i've said it before we're good we got that out of the way so Tara Taylor quietly had another good year. Um, I actually saw on Twitter that over his career, he has accumulated 7,100 yards, 47 touchdowns to just 15 turnovers, and is the only Bills starting quarterback since the year 2000 to have a winning record. Jen, I know you're on the hype train. Zach, I don't think you are on the show by then. Actually, you were, but I'm not sure if you are on the hype train. And Matt, you weren't on the show by then, so I'm not sure what you guys going into next year. Is he? What's a good line? You guys think top ten? Is no, no. Nah. I, don't, I don't even want to. I don't want to draft him next year. He's not even draftable, huh? I don't think he's draftable, and I don't think the Bills organization likes him. 
Does do you yeah, think it'll matter who the head coach is? I think it probably matters a little bit, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think it's guaranteed that he's gonna get the starting job. Like because the reason why he was used was because the Ryan or not the Ryan brothers, but Rex Ryan specifically liked him enough, and so they have. I think I believe either like the eleventh or twelfth pick in the draft, if. Like, the top 20 is pretty much the same, obviously, except for the first and second spot between the uh, Niners and the Browns. But I think they're, like, 12th, and it would not shock me if they get Deshaun Watson or a quarterback, if Deshaun Watson falls that much. I haven't done enough research yet to see, like, you know, what teams need what, like like I did last year. But I, I don't think he's going to be the starter anymore for ball just because their organization doesn't like him, and the only reason why he was a starter was because of uh, Ryan. They might not even pick up his option either, is is what I'm reading, yeah, which yeah. seems in which seems just crazy in a QB starved league like this. Um, I think he'd be very good in Denver. Yeah, can you imagine him on the Broncos? Holy shit! Oh my god, um, it'd be amazing. But those but, weapons, uh, the defense. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that said, put it pretty much perfect. Like the NFL doesn't think Tyrod Taylor is as good as he as he actually is, and Twitter thinks he's way better than he actually is. Okay. Probably the best thing I've heard this year, and it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's usually somewhere yes. in between. Um, Mission accomplished. And I'm not sure if it means much, but Rex Ryan, he he has had some success with mediocre quarterbacks. Um, Mark Sanchez going to the AFC Championship is crowning achievement number one. Then again, you know, he had a pretty good defense with that Jets team, and a lot of interesting things happened, like Nate Kading. Um missing like all of his field goals and whatnot but beyond that beyond my own scarred memory of the chargers um what else have we got this going on oh that's right we got playoffs coming up soon let's go ahead and pick our playoffs that sounds like fun right guys yeah let's see let's let's put our shit on the line here uh penalty is death no um Let me get the plan. Have to write those pesky start and sit articles anymore. Yeah. Well, you stopped doing that last week, so it doesn't even matter. Um. We were the only ones who wrote week fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was talking to Matt. I was like, "Where'd everybody else go?" Yeah. I was, I was like, told "I don't I didn't know. have to." That's what I was told last week. I shouldn't have asked. Well. Like, to to be fair, we actually had more activity this season than any of our previous seasons combined. I actually looked at the numbers, and I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious why that is. Either, um, I mean, our traffic. I don't mean to get super like insider with our listeners, but I mean our traffic is on a curve. It kind of builds gradually, and it's it it you know it grew the same as it did last season, you know, exponentially. But um, the it lasted longer like you know what i mean like our our interest lasted longer so that that only means that maybe what we're doing is working because i feel like more of our readers are involved in playoffs at least that's what i'm reading from it so um we may have to rethink things a little bit next season it's probably mad it could be mad i told you i told you i was uh i think uh, i was handing out pamphlets at trump trump rallies and i was also uh Selling podcasts out my trunk. So, by the way, I want to establish that Matt brought up Donald Trump this time. It's always me or Jen, but it, this time it's Matt. And I, no, I I'm just, I'm just trolling. Me. I'm just trolling you this time. No, I, it's funny because I think on Twitter I invited, I invited people to debate Trumpism with me, 
you know, not not Donald Trump, but actually his policies with me. And I got some, a few takers, and then they would email me, and I would email them back and be like, "Listen, this is just going to be a little, you know, there's going to be a little banter, but it's going to be a safe zone. No one's going to talk over you. We're just going to talk over some of the issues. I'm curious what you think about what." And every time I listed like certain issues that I wanted to talk about, they would just like fall off the face of the earth and not reply to me. So I'm just, it's kind of like, what are they scared of? Honestly, like, why? I I feel like. Trump doesn't have any politics. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, it's hard for me to discuss something like that because I'm talking to someone who voted for him, which is fine, you know, obviously. But for hey, you to no, question no him like that, is better than Hillary's politics. So. I I don't know if you can say that. I mean, is there something that Trump has done that you like so far? He's not Hillary. Yeah, I don't think that's good enough, though. <laughs> oh I just my don't. God. You know. <laughs> Like, I mean, Jen, I mean, we, we can have a discussion like this, but it's just, it, it, it'll, it bothers me that there's like, when we're talking policy, you know, and I telegraph policy, it, it turns into like an anti-Hillary thing, which doesn't seem the most productive. I just, if, if we want to say that we don't like Hillary, I, I particularly wasn't a fan. I mean, I kind of grew up, um, at a time when she was first lady, like that's when I was a little kid. And the whole Lewinsky thing was kind of odd to to watch as a child. But beyond that, I kind of, you know, I was always involved in politics from a young age. Um, But, you know, watching how the Republican Party has ran against the Clintons for 20 years, I think it does something to the culture of America when, you know, there's like these 11 investigations and you have like Benghazi was probably the recent one where there were, uh, 11 investigations there were only three for 9-11 um nothing the email thing was always kind of an interesting uh strange thing just because mike pence ran a private server in indiana and nobody uh, cared about that too. yeah he's pretty dangerous too i mean you know god forbid anybody knows an lgdp person you know gay or or anyone, you know, he'll set back rights uh, about 60 years in that regard. Um, we have Jeff Sessions, a noted racist. He was too racist to be part of the judicial system. He's one of Trump's main cabinet members. I don't know. You know, I could I could go on with this list, and I'm trying to keep it very nuanced and very focused. But in, in discussing, like, you know, when we say things like, oh, at least it isn't Hillary, I, j- I just don't think that's good enough anymore. It's pretty a piss-poor argument i think and i know you're not being serious matt but i'm just saying in general you know i hear it a lot it's like well hillary would have been worse eh, i don't think so by a large margin but i i keep on seeing jen flashing up i'll i'll happily let you take over the conversation but go for it <laughs> i don't even know where to begin it's just for me the whole thing is i i looked at it as like a job interview and you have two people going for the same job, one who has dedicated 30 years of their life to that field and one who has zero experience. Who would you hire if it were simply a job interview? Um, but I, I'm more terrified. I mean, I have friends that are LGBTQA and, you know, I'm scared for them. I'm a huge supporter. So, of... so sorry to wait, 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 wait. No, okay. no, 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 okay. no, 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 <laughs> uh, 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 uh. 
until he's in office, I still have the ability to speak my mind, so I'm going to do so. Oh, but yeah. definitely, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely respond afterwards, Matt, for sure. Yes, I mean. please, please do. Um, you know, I'm a huge supporter of Planned Parenthood and um, what they have done for communities and um, for healthcare for people with, with low to no income. Um, I'm scared that that's going to go away and things like that. I mean, I, I'm scared for a lot of things, um, but, you know, I'm with you, Jay. It's just I, I'm, I'm so tired of, you know, well, why do you support Trump? And the first response is, well, he's not Hillary. Like, there's just there, there's no pro argument for him. Like, I mean, he said no policies that were like that were even workable he had no platform really his whole entire campaign was nothing but smearing hillary clinton now granted look i'm not i don't think hillary clinton is the messiah by any means whatsoever um but you know bottom line is is just i'm you know i i think that rights for a lot of people are are going to be rolled back you know 70 80 years i'm even going to go beyond your 60 j um it's just i mean mike pence for christ's sake like passed a bill that made women have funerals for their aborted babies you know like that is that is the sickest thing i think i have ever heard in my entire life yeah matt what's what's uh i think you wanted to respond uh well, I mean, just Hillary is just as racist and just as homophobic as Donald Trump is. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let, has, let's let has, me let me ask you though. Like, 90, she has quotes from the '90s, like calling black guys big rapist monsters and shit like that. Okay, I mean, well, that that quote was actually super predators, and she was discussing urban yeah. youth. She was discussing urban youth. That's actually been debunked, but she apologized for it. It was a long time ago, and. In addition to that, uh, her first job was working for uh, black voting rights in down south, which was a very – Okay, and the homophobic thing I don't quite understand. Could you explain that? I don't know. Either way, it should have been Bernie. I would have voted for Bernie. Uh, I'll be – I'll actually – I'm against you on that one too. I actually didn't like Bernie Sanders at all. I think he's kind of the left version of Trump. Uh, he said a lot of things that – I mean, I still I voted for him in the primaries because he actually represents my ideals. But like I say, nuance is very important to me. I always think a politician should say what they can do and not not always what like their most extreme positions are. And I think kind of Hillary Clinton fit that mold. You know, she was trying to discuss things that could pass Congress uh, inevitably. You know, just as long as there wasn't a black person as president. But um, the homophobic thing, I don't think that rings true. Um, to be honest, Uh you know, I think if we're going to talk about corruption, too, I think there's enough news that I could link to that shows that Donald Tr- Trump is probably the most corrupt president more than Nixon, I think, that we'll ever have, um, just based on his ties, his connections, who he's chosen for his cabinet, uh, the things he said, his foundations, his children's foundations. Uh, all this is, you know, just the internet. I think the lesson that we can learn from this election is that Politics should no longer be treated as a sports team. I think if we were talking about the Chargers, I think if my reaction, you know, Zach was talking about it and I said, hey, you shut your mouth, man. At least they're not as bad as the Patriots or, you know, pretending the Patriots were actually bad for once. I think that's an okay argument to have because these are 
sports teams. It's it's entertainment. You know, politics. I don't think is entertainment. Politics actually affects people, and you know, we have this sentiment to go against each other and you know say haha my team won or hey at least it's not as bad as yours but you know going to the point of this deserves a little bit more than that i think you know we we sit here and we talk about football and all of you know more about football probably than even i do i admit i have a lot of weaknesses with the sport but the time that we spend on this stuff you know you figure you would at least spend as much time getting to know the facts or researching on your own the decisions we make not just in a presidential election but at your state leg- your local uh, elections your um, your state elections you know the Senate the Congress you know just any propositions that might come up if you believe that people should be allowed to smoke marijuana, you know, go fight for it. If you believe people should not be allowed to carry assault rifles, go speak up for it. Go vote for it. You know, just don't sit at home and cry that, you know, you, you didn't get Bernie in there. You know, and I'm not talking to you specifically, Matt. Uh, but I'm just saying in general, I think we need to be more involved as as people in politics, no matter where you uh, come from on the political spectrum. I think more involvement equals more uh more production in in politics that's the good of us the people because i feel like it's it's kind of odd but i've i'm not i know i'm kind of going on a rant here it's not really a rant though because i'm not angry i'm just i think i'm saying some some things that could be you know disseminated pretty easily but i, I will say last i i find myself i have to catch myself sometimes because i'll i'll be reading news and stuff and then i'll go to like a website uh trumpgrets.com you know where where which archives all of the Trump voters who now regret voting for Trump. And there is something unique about a lot of them in that they sit there and they, you know, there was an interview with a woman and she basically said, well, you know, I voted for Trump. And they asked asked her, you know, about losing Obamacare. And she's like, yeah, we can't lose Obamacare because my husband is waiting on a transplant and without Obamacare, uh, we can't pay for it and he'll die. And so they asked him, well, did you believe Trump when he said that he would take away Obamacare. And she's like, no, we didn't really think anything of it. And it's like that type of response when someone's life is at stake, like literal life, like her husband. Like if my wife and myself were that shunned from information that I would die from a decision that I could actively prevent just by checking a box, it seems really odd that that's where we are. Is this is this something that you guys at least we can share in that regard? Absolutely. You need to educate yourself um, before you vote. Um, I mean, this this uh, race wasn't about um, I, 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 I think I've said this a million times, like I, I don't like Trump. I just don't like the way that liberals run the economy. And I hate Trump just as much as the next person. So don't get me wrong when I'm when I'm saying that uh, when I make Trump jokes or whatnot or kind of poke fun at Jay or whatever. No, I don't ever take it personally. So I I would only mention that. (laughs) Don't don't think I'm a fucking monster or anything, but yeah, it's just, I I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. I watched a vice documentary uh, the, about a week ago on HBO and it was about uh, Obama's administration and just the bullshit that he had to go through 
uh, trying to push things through with Republicans and whatnot and how much pushback he had from them and just basically how bullshit politics in general are because they're more petty than the average human being. Right, but just one one party contributed to that, and I think it's pretty obvious who it is. I mean, we had... Oh, yeah. And I think history will remember, like, every Republican that has leadership right now, uh, McConnell, McCain, uh, Paul Ryan, all of these people will be remembered in history, and I hope they're prepared for that because their children and their children's children will read history books showing how racist, how petty how contrarian they were in a time when we needed the opposite. So I'm okay with that. Um, and I would say, uh, I know Jen wanted to hop in. I can see these things flash when I see noise. But I, I did want to mention just one thing. Um, uh, Carter's uh, Carter's economy went into Reagan, who mass inflated and lowered interest rates, which created an economic boom that was based on faulty levers, which then was suffered during the Bush years. Um, when Clinton came into the office, the economy recovered, uh, jobs were gained. Then Bush, uh, two came in, everything, jobs went down, housing crisis, which, you know, you could blame on both parties. That's fine. But, uh, the economy still tanked. Um, and then during Obama, jobs went up again. The economy is stable. Job growth stable. Um, stock market's still a bubble though. Yeah. Could possibly... A bubble on what? A... I mean, I mean it... they still don't do inflation just because, you know, it's it's kind of... The economy is kind of fickle right now just because we're still recovering from the yeah. last... So, I'm just I'm just saying it, it, it appears to me that Republican policies on the economy not only don't work, but I think they focus on the wrong group of people. I don't think anything has ever trickled down. I know that that's the term they like to use, but... Um. Yeah, I don't. We can we can move on to Rust World now, I guess, because this is what happens. I think when when football ends, there's nothing really else to talk about. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think I think the general sentiment is I think people need to be more like us. You know, like Matt and Jen. Um, Zach, you're not old enough to talk of politics yet, but um, what? I, I think He's, he takes American history classes and whatnot. No, I actually wanted to say something really, really quick. Yeah. Uh, just before we move on to the Westworld uh, conversations. It's interesting that you say, uh, Jay, that um, hopefully history will remember those um, that now that, you know, when you're talking about Mitch McConnell and stuff like that. And yeah. I wonder if that will happen because. Of course it'll happen. I, I know. I know what I I know that my family and I were all kind of saying to each other when the um when the government shut down for I want to say maybe a couple weeks a couple years yeah. ago mm-hmm. and you know we were all like you know people will remember this people will remember those leaders that didn't want to you know cooperate with those across the aisle and the government was shut down and people you know there were hardships that ha- that were had with it and they i'm fairly confident that all of the rep- like all of the leaders that were involved in the shutting down of the government um they were reelected so i wonder if history will know and if i'm sure history will remember like uh i mean they won't re- remember specificity you know yeah. it'll remember like the broad brush stroke of you know, a do nothing Congress. And it's pretty obvious who was in control of Congress, you know? So, 
Um, but anyhow, I, you know, it's not like I relish the fact that they'll be remembered in history. It's just, that's the only penalty I can think of that they're going to garner at this moment. Like, um, I mean, besides Ted Cruz having Ted Cruz's face, that, that's pretty much, uh, hell on earth. If you, uh, if you catch my religious drift there, haha. Um, but yeah, yeah I just wanted to prove myself and that I can, you know, I no, can you're good, man. You. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, you know, you were a big, you're a big fan of West Wing. So that's, that's, that is true. That was really big during my day. Um, it got me even more interested in politics. I know the entire Obama cabinet were pretty much grew up on that. I mean, they're probably my age too. So, um, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we're so far away from Westworld and there might be spoilers. I don't even know what we can talk about. We're so far removed from it that I don't even remember much of anything from the show. I was going to rewatch it, but, um, I know Matt and I talked a little about it. Did you have any thoughts that to discuss Jen, we didn't really talk about it talk about it but we just kind of you know to bring up the broad strokes thing again because it works so well here too we just kind of you know overviewed our our thoughts of it i think our general consensus is we liked it the show was good i think that was oh yeah no and i, yeah. I was happy because i got my mave uprising so right yeah, that that made me feel pretty good did we talk we did we talk about the last episode at all like have we I think I in the little email, right? And that the, was yeah. the, the thing about the Maeve uprising is she quit. 80% through, she quit. And she went to find her daughter. She, I she still got it. it, though. I still got it. 80% is better than, you know, 0%. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it, it, was, it was a pretty good uh, 80% there, too. <laughs> like, Actually, she, she, did a, she did a lot of damage. Matt, you and I were talking about this, I think, too, right? Like, what, what, de- whose decision was it really to go after the kid? We talked about that, right? Like, what? I don't think we did, no. Okay. What do you guys think? Like, you think it was her decision, or was it, um... Shit, I already forgot Hopkins' name in the show already. Ford, Dr. Ford. Yeah, Ford, thank you. Kids, do not drink. <laughs> Every single day of your life, you'll turn out like me. But yeah, um... I don't know. What do you guys think? You you think it was her decision or someone else's? I don't know. Um, I'd like to think that it was hers because of the reaction on the train, but she's... This is where it sort of inceptions itself a little bit because she reprogrammed herself. Ah. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, is it part of a plot that someone wrote or is it part of the program that she wrote for herself? And if she wrote it for herself, is it really her own consciousness? I I don't know. Like it it gets so, um, so existential that it's, it's like, I can't even wrap my brain around it. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Um, I'm leaning a little bit more towards it was kind of Dr. Ford's plan. Um, I just think this is the way he wanted to go out kind of the way he wanted to pass the torch. Um, he went down just like Arnold did to the same hand that Arnold did. And I think it just kind of revealed uh, Dr. Ford's hidden true character, which was yeah. uh, not, th- not as bad, not as bad of a guy as we thought he was. Yeah. You think he was just kind of paying for his sins essentially. Yeah. I, I think he had a lot of guilt for, <laughs> I don't want to dive too much into it, but I think he had a lot of guilt for, um, the way that Arnold felt and um, the way that they disagreed with uh, how the park should be ran and whether it should be open and whatnot. So 
I think that had a lot to do with it without diving, you know, too deep into it. Yeah. Yeah, see, I kind of saw it as um, him sort of making that sacrifice, you know, like any Greek tragedy, um, you know, like for this new plot that he has. Like he had to die in order for this thing to come to fruition. Um, so it was like the ultimate sacrifice. I didn't see it as like an altruistic, like I finally feel guilty from everything. I saw it as in order for my final plan to, um, or my final play, my final act has to be this in order for, you know, this, this new script or whatever it was that he, you know, that he wanted to be written. Like he had to, he had to die in order for his, his vision to come to life. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is I've, I've been reading a lot. I think actually Matt brought it up one of the past episodes of how he could have made like a robot of himself or, you know, I, I don't even know what they I, call them. I think Jen probably said that. Oh, was it Jen? Okay. Yeah. He might've, I mean, I, I think it's, it's an interesting concept. I think the problem is, is just, you know, we have to wait so long until the filming starts. So it's kind of hard like I think they wrote this the season one to be totally self contained, except for the fact that we know now that number one, um, the robots are now self aware, or you know they're as human as they can be. I'm not sure how how else to define that, um, or they've gained sentience, I guess, um, and that they want to kill humans. So I think those are the two main things that will be carried over pretty easily. I'll be honest, like, I'm going to probably have to watch it again before the season two starts since we're, like, two years away from it. Um, so, and I totally, I forgot to even do the playoff picks. I don't even know how we skipped over that. We went from <laughs> we went from playoff picks to politics to Westworld back to playoff picks. So that's how we're going to do it. So, um, I don't know exactly. We still have seating to take care of, but let's just pretend this is how it goes. Actually, you know what? We won't do matchups. We'll just – I'll give a group of teams. So we got the Dolphins, Chiefs, Steelers, and Texans for wild card weekend. I would have to say – I can give you – I can – I have the matchups in front of me here if you want. No, I mean I have the matchups too, oh, okay. but it's just I think with the seeding still being questioned a little bit. Um, AFC is easier, so let's just take care of AFC because the Raiders are done on division week. There's just no way – and so um, is everyone else. I mean, yeah, I, you know, the Steelers could go for... Okay, let's just do this. Um, AFC is set, I think. But out of the four teams, guys, the Dolphins, Steelers, Chiefs, Texans, which two teams come out of that mess, you guys think? Actually, that doesn't work either, because then what if they're the two teams you pick are facing off against each other? So I'm not quite well, sure how to uh, do this. We can just openly discuss the AFC. Yeah, I don't really want to openly discuss that, anything I think with you. The Dolphins are locked into the sixth seed. I believe so. Okay. Well, they're not going to last very long in the playoffs either. So uh... The only seeding, I think actually the entire seeding is set except for um Oakland and Except Chiefs. for Oakland. Okay, oh, I got it. I got it. Let's do this. Patriots are going to the Super Bowl, yes or no? Nope. Yes. Nope. <laughs> yes. I actually am kind of scared that they don't have home field advantage throughout, and I think Jen will agree with me on this. Wait, they have first seed never... right now. No, they don't have the first seed wrapped up. Well, who? What, how did they lose it? Tell, give me the. They would have to lose, and then Oakland would have to, right? Remember, no, yeah. they are. 
Do we have? They're locked. They're no, locked. no. We, yeah, no. We got it. Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. thank God. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> good comes from having to go down to Miami week 17 and, like, for it to mean something. That never works out. Zach is getting, <laughs> Zach is getting sloppy in his old age. Um, I think the Patriots advance, and I shouldn't be that confident, but I am. All right, we got a couple Bill Simmons here, so. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. Um, scare me. I actually I think they have the best weapons. I don't I don't know if they're the best team. I know that sounds uh, kind of counterintuitive, but I, I do like their defense a lot and uh the emergence of the piece of garbage known as Tyreek Hill has uh helped out their piece offense quite a bit. Did you lose to Tyreek Hill in the championships, Matt? No, like he's literally a human piece of trash. <laughs> well, I don't know anything I about really him, but know. yeah, that What's resonates. That? I'll I'll agree with him. Does no does no one know that he beat up his pregnant girlfriend in college? Oh, oh it is? I did oh. not know that. Yeah, fuck that guy. Oh, God. It's <laughs> that's, a... why I'm, that's why I'm sitting here laughing, because everybody's like, really? Why? Why? Yeah, some of the stuff I don't really pay attention to, just because, that. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why it wasn't in a first-round draft pick. Um, oh, okay. Oh I did not know that. Well, I can't even, I can't make a spousal abuse joke with a Tyreek. How can I pun that oh, up? No, this is not good. It's, it's, Google it after we're done. It's, it's pretty dark. It's really bad. Oh. Well, I'm glad it, that he has it, a career it, it, playing it football. It wasn't uh, an allegedly either, like, this motherfucker did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. But anyways, I do think the Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. Uh, I think the Patriots losing Gronk, um, although they've been able to put up points, I think when it matters, it might not help them a lot. So, uh, I don't uh, yeah, I just I think that's the Chiefs' year. I think Andy Reid doesn't blow it this year. Oh, that is impossible. Like it's like it is He's in his DNA before. to mismanage the clock when it matters the most. <laughs> like there's no way around it. I'm, I'm seriously looking at this. I think the Raiders could have gotten the Super Bowl if Carr didn't get injured. I mean, look at these oh, yeah. look at these garbage teams. Texans with Savage. I don't think they can do much. I mean, they have a pretty good defense, but. I just Steelers. They have their flaws. If if there's any team that can beat the Patriots, maybe the Steelers. Um, Chiefs, the Chiefs. They have a chance, but I just I don't trust Andy <laughs> Reid teams in the playoffs. And the Dolphins. I don't even know how they. How did the Dolphins get ten and five? I thought they were five and ten. This is just they, news to me. They have a really, and it's it's nothing to take away from them because they are the Dolphins and they still have to win every game. But they have a really easy. They had a really easy strength of schedule, and I can be wrong about that. But they had a, this home stretch where I don't think they played anyone. Like, they played the Niners. Oh, well, no. No, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. They played the Chargers. They played yeah, the Chargers. Yeah, they played the Chargers. They played the Rams. They played San Francisco. They played the Jets. They played the Bills. Oh, so I, so they're still, you know, they still, you know, they had to play and beat the Cardinals. And the, nothing to take away from them. But. I mean, the Cardinals uh, are pretty garbage this year, too. I'm scared of the Dolphins I am. All right, so, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. I just, I think the Chiefs and Steelers could beat them, but doing so, I don't know. Um, It would have to take our defense to completely be very bad for um, opponents to not have a chance because there is, you know, they can, the offense can, you know, have a lapse and, you know, not do well, but... I like what the emergence of Malcolm Mitchell has done to the team. I like how Martellus Bennett has kind of stepped into 
sort of the Gronk role. He isn't that downfield threat, but he is a very efficient blocker. And he, and then of course, Legarrette Blunt has been an absolute machine. And I don't understand how he is in a Pro Bowl uh, running back. He's not in the Pro Bowl, and I think that is messed up. So, got uh, I have a problem. I have Legarrette Blunt next year, or in a keeper league, and I got him really late. What do I do? Do I have to keep six six players? Is I think you keep him, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you keep him. And it's not like you know, oh, he's only getting goal line, you know, work. No, he actually has run. He's actually run like he's eclipsed the thousand yard mark. Like he's, everyone's talking about, like how awesome Melvin Gordon was this year. Yeah, Legarrette Blunt was better than Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he scored like 17 touchdowns, didn't he? Yeah, he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns, does he not? Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Or he did last week at least, yeah. Yeah, um, he, he, he scored two more last week. Yeah, I don't, that's just... Wait, can you trade? Can you trade? Like, yeah, you could always oh, yeah. just find it's a New uh, England fan. They're they're everywhere. Just Yeah, they are. Um, they'll pay a top dollar, dog. I got two people <laughs> here who will, who will agree with me. Yep. Um... Yeah, but it's an IDP league, so it's like 11 defensive players and 11 offensive players. And I ended up getting him in like the 20-something round. And Pretty insane. I know. And it, so it's like, it's it's you keep them in what round you drafted them? Yeah. That's pretty, that's still pretty gross value there. I mean, gross as in, you know, the opposite of, but, um. But it's, it's like, uh, keeping him and punting Emmanuel Sanders. And I don't know who Emmanuel Sanders quarterback is next year. Oh, right, right. And I I don't know which receivers are going to be available after everything's capped. And I already have David Johnson, who is good for three running backs per week. I mean, I would, I would bet, you know, a couple bucks on saying Romo would be a very attractive option for Broncos. I know it's like the easy pick, but it seems like they always go easy. Like people were calling Peyton Manning on the Broncos, like as soon as he released from the Colts, you know? So, yeah. Um, okay. So NFC. NFC, yeah, NFC, it's, it's kind of like an interesting thing, by the way, if, if the Packers and Lions wanted to do this, obviously they probably won't, but because they're not as smart as me, I guess. But um, they could literally just take the football and leave it there and just sit on the ground for 60 minutes and end in a tie. And they would both make the playoffs and Washington would not be able to do anything about it. They would they would be eliminated uh, right there. So... Other than that, I don't know much about the seeding process. Um, Zach... How does Washington get into the playoffs? Um, come on, man. Why are you asking me? I'm not so sure. I think it's. I think Detroit. Do they have a? T- no, I don't think they. It's very yeah. hard because Green Bay to has the head-to-head with them. So if Green Bay wins and Washington wins, it wouldn't look. Or even if Green Bay loses in Washington, I don't even know, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. It, if Washington wins, they're good. They're right. right. If they win, right? Because either the Lions yeah, or the because... Packers will lose. Yeah. Right. Is that what oh, we're? Is that true? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, it's because they had the freaking tie. That doesn't count. Right. They should. They should be eight and seven right now. I don't know. Who knows? I agree, and because of the tie, the Seahawks shouldn't even be in the playoffs. You know. Um, that was for my boy T Hole, who I'm sure is out there listening. Um, where is? Yeah, where'd he go? Oh, you know it's like doing right now. Can I can I tell you what he's probably doing right now? Driving 
Uh, no, he's probably he probably just heard that and he's sitting on his couch. And he just went like this. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where I am. Yeah. That's uh, actually. Jay, yeah. I'm telling you, man. I don't even know. How that was about. No, that was actually pretty good. He he calls me that in that tone. That was really close, man. I um. Your t- your T hop impersonation when you try is like pretty pretty good. Um. Okay, so Cowboys Falcons. I don't know. I think the NFC. Anybody can beat anybody except for the Lions, and yeah, I don't think the Lions really belong. I'm I'm just looking at the Lions and be like, yeah, there's no way. Um, yeah, especially because when you consider that all of their wins have come like when they were down by like 15 in the fourth quarter of like every single game. So if one team can just put them away, like put it to bed in the fourth quarter, they wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, all of their victories. And pretty, I'm pretty sure all of their losses too have come like because of the fourth quarter. So if you face a consistent team, I don't think the Lions have a chance, honestly. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think the Falcons can get past uh, anything outside their dome. So I think the championship weekend is, I don't think they can win that, no matter who it's against, um, unless they're playing it at home, which is you know entirely possible. I think um, the Falcons actually have a pretty decent road record, don't they? They're at least 500. Yeah, but I just I, I think things just get so you know compounded okay, so in the playoffs, you know what I mean? Like I think if if it's one game, then you just kind of you have to look at the lifelong statistics and I don't think they've been terribly I think they've been pretty terrible outside their dome for the last like 10 years. So, um So what if they what if they end up playing in Dallas? I mean, Oh, then that would negate that, yeah. But I mean, if they ended up playing, I guess they wouldn't go to Green Bay, so I guess that doesn't make sense. Um, where else would they? So Jay thinks the Falcons are going to go all the way. Is <laughs> pretty much what this means, as long as they stay in the dome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they. I think they have a good chance if they're because they Matt Ryan's just it. Oh, and the Super Bowl is going to be in a dome. <laughs> yeah, I just Jay's prediction. Atlanta. Wait, where's the where's the Super Bowl this Houston. year? Houston. Okay, yeah. So five people will show up, I think. Um. Okay, so I mean, yeah. What do you guys think? It's Patriots versus the. I want to hear what Jen has to think about this because the one team that I don't want to face in the Super Bowl is the Giants, and I don't think it's even close. I don't want to face the Giants. Yeah, I don't want to see that I, again. I don't. I don't either. Um, and especially you know, given the fact that Victor Cruz was running his worthless lips about you know Patriots don't want to face us, whatever, dude. Like. be be relevant and and you know every corner wants to face him (laughs) yeah yeah be relevant before you start running your mouth but um just a correction um i'm looking here the patriots have not clinched home field advantage Um, you guys bullied the young kid into thinking he was wrong but i was man i'm just going to nfl.com which is probably a mistake in itself but hey zach um, you want you want to do some drugs zach (laughs) it's <laughs> terrible. That's a that's no, a. Let's do, let's I'm, do telling you, I'm telling you, the Patriots don't have a chance to get the first seed. I'm just being Wait, realistic. Jen, you what's the? Jen, what's the Wait. scenario there? Like, what what secures them? The, does it have that? Well, it's they. It, I guess it really depends on. I mean, they they play Miami this week, so. Oh, uh, that's a um, win. Yeah. Yeah, that's a win. So think, that, but it's in Miami and it's week seventeen, so we have oh, no chance. It's, it's against yeah, but Miami. T- but Tannehill's out, right? It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, they're uh, foolproof. 
dude, it's Miami, and there's no Tannehill. <laughs> Even with Tannehill, it would still be 50-50. It's really unsettling I'm, how negative Zach is with the Patriots. Like I know, but you know what? Like I'm, I'm starting. Like I'm putting all this stuff out into the universe, and I'm wishing that I take it all back because I have a feeling that I'm gonna like Black Widow curse myself with this whole. Yeah, but it just. Like you know, business. Matt and I are sitting here. Matt's uh, a Bucks fan, and I'm a Chargers fan. We're just here, like, how do you have this much negativity over the Patriots? Like, it just seems so odd. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, it's one of the things that I would love. My... Yeah, go ahead, must Matt. Be re- must be really hard to have made six Super Bowls in the past <laughs> <Right>? years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because yeah. if I had a successful team, like, the first thing I would get rid of is just my incessant, like, concern over my team. I'd just be like, yeah. Chargers got to figure it out, you know, if they're the Patriots. I just feel like, eh, you know, it's not our year, but it's all right. We got a Super Bowl in the next three years. It's all right. You know, I just feel like. Zach, you have not watched football in your life without Tom Brady being your quarterback. That is not true. I've seen uh, Matt Castle when I was not. Okay, that doesn't, that doesn't count. They still won 10 games. Yeah, yeah. No, trust me, I know, but. Each, you know, after witnessing the Red Sox this year and everyone was like, oh, Red Sox are easily going to go to the World Series. We have to play Cleveland. Oh, that's light work. It's, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. You're right, though. I think any, yeah, I know. I know. Trust me. I know. Okay. I mean, it's it's looking like my thing would be the Patriots are likely to either face the Raiders or the Dolphins. Um, and in the, the playoffs, would, yeah. yeah, and the Chiefs yeah. would be looking at the Steelers or the Raiders, so that's kind of what I'm going. I um, see. Okay. If, if the Chiefs face the Steelers um, or the Raiders, then I I can sit a little bit more comfortably. Um, but I, I'm I don't know how I would feel if the Patriots had to play the Raiders. But it's Gloin. I don't. There's no way Gloin beats yeah. Brady. I mean, that yeah, just doesn't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There is. I mean, there is a chance because Jesus, friggin' Landry, when uh, the Patriots came here and played the Steelers, I was at that game and Landry scared me for a minute there because he was like outplaying um, Brady. So it, it kind of scared me a little bit. So I mean, there there are those moments that you know any New England or Boston fan knows that. You don't unclench your butthole until the title is yours. Yeah, this um, will... and still, because then you know four game punishment for Brady. So uh, yeah, I like cause... to keep I, I like to keep keep my butt clenched until at least June. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. So... I can't wait to see what they suspend him for this year. Oh, it's yeah, gonna it be is... like yeah, it's gonna be something stupid. It's so ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm still like traumatized. I I remember the whole Buckner incident. Like I watched the Buckner game. And it was the first and only time I ever heard my grandfather drop an F-bomb. And since then, I don't trust a team that I like until that trophy is in their hand. So That's like, fine. That's, I mean, it's a little hard to say when you have, like, 18 trophies in your in – your, it isn't even your hands. You can't even carry all the I Super know. Bowl trophies in your hands. You have to, like, <laughs> have a backpack or a, a boot – a boot pack. See how we we meant full circle. All right, so let's do this. Um, I want to end the show because I'm falling asleep. Not because of you guys, just because I'm tired. Um, let's do this. Super Bowl matchup, Matt. Who who you got? Cowboys and Chiefs. All right. What? Actually, shut up. All right. Hey, to be fair, I do like this matchup just because <laughs> you know it's it's kind of new, it's fresh. Like we don't see it that much. I think Andy Reid does sort of deserve to be in the Super Bowl after. Uh, 
The Eagles uh, replaced him with Chip Kelly, which didn't work out at all. Um, Cowboys have been working hard. I I can't condone Jerry Jones being in the Super Bowl, so I'll probably root for the Chiefs in that matchup. Um, Zach, who you, who you got? Um, I'm going to make this quick. Um, Patriots versus the Giants. And it's just – they scare me. The Giants scare me because they have a fantastic defense and a fantastic secondary. And although they've been underperforming, their, their passing offense or, like, you know, receiving offense, like whatever you want to call it, is still very, very, very good. Right. Or has the potential to be. I've I've heard everything now. I've heard a Patriots fan talk up the Giants. Um, I don't know that matchup. I haven't. I've already seen it a few times. Just I'm not. I would rather see like something new, like Patriots versus the Falcons or I think the Packers. Patriots versus the Giants. I guess that's or not Patriots new. versus mm-hmm. Dallas. All right, all right, Jen. Who you got? Patriots and who else? Yeah, I'm going Patriots Dallas. I think that would be, uh, uh, you know. Uh, or yeah, Prescott like helped me win a couple of championships this year. Um, I, I I think that would be a nice quarterback matchup. You know, Brady versus Prescott. I'd like to see. Um, I'd you know that would make me nervous, but I would like to see it. But that's what I'm going. Patriots, Cowboys. All right, I'm gonna do something really out there just because I'm gonna go Texans and Lions just because it would be nice. just to kind of match the World Series we just had. And I think you'll be you'll be famous if you hit this. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I want to be famous for hitting something so bizarre. <laughs> you know, it's like or uh, burn at the stake for a yeah. I should. I think <laughs> right. I think I should at least get a like a trending hashtag probably. Um, but I don't know. I just I I think it'd be funny. Yeah, that I like that. That's good. Call me ladies. Um. Okay, so I like the fact that Houston will have spent all season with Brock Osweiler and then switch to Tom Savage and then go to the Super Bowl. That would just be funny to me. And I do have the feeling that Detroit needs something uplifting to happen to the city itself uh, with all the issues they've had. So I think Lions going to the Super Bowl would be great for them. Um, that was kind of an emotional pick, I think, picks that I made here. Um, okay, so we're... Yeah, that's right. Um, we're going to try something new this week. As soon as you guys are done pumping your Twitter, I am literally just going to cut us off. That's going to be our goodbye, and we're going to see if that works. So, uh, Zach, your Twitter, please, since yours takes 15 minutes to get through. My Twitter is at... All right, so the punchline should have ended, like, halfway. I think my I think Twitter... if you cut that in half, it would have been funnier. But, yeah, my go. My Twitter is at have one 2 which is O-H, the letter U, have, and the numbers 1 and 2. And it's Matt? 12 for Tom Brady. Yes. Have that's your 12. Twitter? 12 for Tom Brady? That, that's no, Matt's that's Twitter, everyone. Twitter. At 12 for Tom Brady. Jen, what's your... No, I'm just kidding. What's, uh... Me, at... I am at... at... Socks, <laughs> 12 for Tom Brady. And actually, it's my, it's my softball number, but Tom Brady works too. I am at underscore Raz, or no, I'm sorry, I've had a couple beers. I am <laughs> at Razball underscore MB. 12 for Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. That's my. Uh, well, who took 1 through 11 for Tom Brady? That's, that's the real question, you know? Zach. They split it. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye.